Let's talk about change, because one thing's for sure, your next great and glorious adventure demands it. All you need to do is let go of the past that's creating your future, those ghosts of abuse that limit you. Yes, it might all fall apart before it all falls together, and that's okay. Will you answer the call of radical and orgasmic aliveness? Will you choose you? Welcome to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, your guide for creating a life that's light and right and fun for you. Hello, 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 beautiful beings. It is Tuesday, January 24th. I can't believe we're getting to the almost the last week of January 2017. There's a lot going on in the world. A lot going on in the world um, with this whole new president and everything like that. I think it's a perfect day then to talk about anti-anxiety. When the little bubbles make you burst and what you can do about it. So today, I found this joke on a a website for anxiety and OCD. I thought it was kind of funny. And it says, I simply cannot wait to go to bed tonight and lay awake worrying about stuff that I can't control. (laughs) Everything that that is, I thought that was great. It's a beautiful cartoon. Made me laugh. Hope it makes you laugh a little bit. I love those nights or even days just laying around, staring into space or trying to sleep. And when you're supposed to be sleeping, worrying about stuff you can't control and think you're going to figure it out by having that monkey mind swing from tree to tree and circuitry in your brain. Okay. So that's what we're talking about um, today. Anti-anxiety. Okay. Or just anxiety. Okay, so, you know, so what is anxiety? There's so many definitions out there, and of course, as you all know, I'm going to give my irreverent point of view about anxiety, and at the same time, uh, allowance for um, all of it, because it is diagnosed as a mental illness. There are hundreds of thousands of people suffering about uh, anxiety Suffering anxiety, anxiety attacks, anxiety disorders, generalized anxiety disorders, acute stress disorders related to anxiety, um, you know, all over the world. Some years ago, actually, I think it was in 2015, maybe early 2016, you could check it out on the archives podcast of the show, uh, a colleague of mine came on the show and we did actually talk about anxiety and she had some great stuff. Um, uh, to say about that. So take that, take a look at that in the archives if you're interested. Um, I've experienced many bouts of anxiety, both on the uh, social level and on uh, some other levels, dealing with some things in the in the the legal scenarios, um, as well as uh, confronting. Um, some familial situations and abusive situations of the past and the anxiety that brings up in talking about it. Um, I can go through, you know, all of that if uh, the show actually requires it. But I really wanted to hear from you. I know there's a lot of anxiety out in the world today. I mean, I'm especially with the transition of power and there's so many different things going on and so many people are... uh, Gosh, it just seems like the world is on the brink of a big old anxiety attack, which could be a really good thing. It could bring up 
a lot of stuff under the carpet, which I think it already is. And, you know, waking people up to take some more pragmatic actions. But people that suffer with anxiety every day, besides what's going on uh, in the world right now, um, always tell me things like, I'm exhausted from trying to be stronger than I feel, right? You know, um, that I think that was a really beautiful thing that they said. And I have another really funny thing that somebody told me. They said that they really think that tossing and turning at night should be considered exercise. <laughs> so I'm going to try to bring a little levity to this subject on anxiety um, and many different levels of it. And if you have struggled with anxiety, social, physical, emotional, psychological, have been diagnosed with anxiety, have had panic attacks, or a situation you're dealing with currently, please feel free to speak. It's your stories that are such a great contribution to the show. one 346 9141 You can also email at va at drlisacooney.com. Um, and we can do what we can to uh, speak to you there. But best bet is to call in the show. So have you ever experienced a sensation of unease and then comforting build up almost an invisible rock started appearing and attaching to your body inside and out just a heaviness slowly piling up more and more until you feel completely out of control the awareness of anxiety is so real yet when looking um, at what can be done about it or rather how the triggers for this cage creating happening are not yours and should have never been acknowledged as being yours there seems to be a feeling of unawareness you get you can get stuck in fear Whereas the thing you're afraid of is actually not yours. You make it yours and you try to fix something that isn't yours. And I've always said on this show, you can't change a lie. If it's not yours, you really can't change it because you're only in control of yourself. And when you're experiencing anxiety, you feel so out of control that it is almost impossible or it feels impossible to change it. Obviously, this fear is a lie, but it is so convincing it's like an insidi- insidious, it's cunning, it's baffling. And it makes you think that it is bigger than you and that it actually is not in your control. Okay, so this is what we're going to talk about. This uncontrollable worry, how it negatively impacts your being and distracts you from living freely as you. And actually limits you from being and doing and having, generating, creating the life you truly wish to live. So... Uh, I'm going to go to a caller here. I believe it's uh, Roland from Utah. Do I have that right? This is Dr. Lisa. How can I contribute to you today? Hi, Dr. Lisa. It's it's Bronwyn. Oh, Bronwyn. Sorry. Gotcha. How you doing? No worries. (laughs) I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. What can I do for you today? Um, I'm so glad that you're doing a show on anxiety. Um, Cool. I have anxiety a lot of the time about a lot of things, but my question today is anxiety about my physical body and exercise. So my body loves to move and do exercise, and if there's a hill, my body wants to sprint up the hill. If there's a bar, my body wants to do pull-ups and hang upside down. And But in the last few years, I've had this incredible anxiety around exercise and do it like it's a lot of discipline for me and it's and eating well is a lot of discipline even though 
you know, that's something that I enjoy. So trying to get some facilitation about that. Okay. So what does, uh, so your body wants to exercise, but there's something you're saying about your mind feeling it's, it's so much discipline and it gives you anxiety and you get anxiety when you think about going to exercise, even though your body wishes to do the exercise. Did I get that right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there seems to be some sort of, I don't know, split or disconnect between your mind and your body about what your body is telling you. So what does... Um, what does exercise mean to your mind? It means being strong and fit and um, the idea of exercise anyway. The okay. idea of exercise feels like being myself. Okay. So the idea of exercise feels like being yourself strong and fit. And what does it mean to your body? Um well, I'm getting pain. Great. Which is surprising to me. Right. Because your body is the one, well, truth, is it your body the one that actually wants to move when it sees the bars and do sprints up the hill and, you know, do pull-ups or whatever you were saying, or is it your mind? Truth. That's a difficult distinction. Okay, yes. All right, so let me ask you this. At, at what age did you decide, did your body decide that exercise was pain or movement was pain? Um, 17. Okay. And what happened at 17 that potentially created the anxiety around movement and the parallel nature of exercise being movement, attaching that to that. Truth. Well, I was over-exercising. I was training in martial arts and doing tournament fighting, and um, a lot of that was in response to a whole lot of physical abuse that had been going on. And so um, I think that being in pain felt more natural for me, and so, and being hit and kicked and stuff felt a lot more natural. So that's what I was, that's what I was training for. That's what I was doing exercise for to, to get in fights, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> okay, so everything that is, can we just destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, and bad, blood and pock, all nine shorts, boys and men. So this is really interesting. So, what traumatic event occurred at seventeen that created a trifold sequencing system? of exercise equals anxiety, anxiety equals exercise to your body that keeps you from func- from, keeps you functioning from anxiety and, and limitation as a greater reality than choice of movement. Everything that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. All right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And how much... Um, Anxiety have you ordered your body into and are creating as you based on the psychic force delivered at you at 17 that forced you into believing that what you were aware of in that 
person's physical abuse of you in their mind was what you were destined to become, i.e. the anxiety around exercise that we're speaking to. Everything that is, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Hang tight, Brown. We're going to go to um, break. We're going to come back from break and check inside your body and see what's shifted. And we'll go from there when we come back from the break, okay? Thank you. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. Hello, beautiful beings. We're talking about anxiety and when the little bubbles make you burst and what you can do about it. And I have another quote for you here. Never give up on someone or never judge somebody who's been diagnosed with a mental illness, whether you believe in it or not. When the I in illness is replaced by we, 
illness becomes wellness. That's what we're talking about today, wellness. So, Brown, you still there? I'm here. All right, cool. What What do you notice from what we spoke to before? Any change? Um, uh, well, it's it's a little tricky. I I have dissociative identity disorder, and so I've, I've switched. <laughs> so I don't know if that counts. Um, but physically, um, I feel lighter. I feel um, like I, I think my voice is a little higher or a little more turned on. So that's that's those are good things. All right, cool. So here's what I want you to uh, take a look at. You're talking about when you're thinking about exercise, right? You still with me on this? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got this circuitry going on between your body and mind. Your body, you can't tell whether it's your body that wants to move or your mind that wants to move. Based on what you told me in the last segment, your mind says exercise, strong fit, and that's like when you're being yourself. And your body associates exercise with pain. The body is bringing you the anxiety. We tracked it back to when you were 17, when you were being physically abused. And then you were doing all those martial arts things, probably to counter out, counter act the effects of the abuse, the physical abuse that was locked into your body that you might not have been able to martial artize, if you will, the person you were being physically abused by at that time. So good for you for training that way. But psychologically, subconsciously, in all the muscles, ligaments, cells, tendons, organs, and systems of your body, something got locked in your body that equates exercise and movement with pain and now we've just associated it to the age of 17 when you were being physically abused so i ran the trifold sequencing system clearings because the trifold sequencing system is a loop in your brain that keeps you anything that feels like smells like and tastes like the the even the movement of exercise can trigger a somatic response an ab reaction or a memory of past abuse and it's locked in your body. But the clearings that I ran will unwind that over and over and over again so that your body can no longer associate um, the anxiety, i.e. pain, of movement with exercise. And then your body can actually make a decision about what it actually wants to do, knowing that it's not being uh, threatened with physical abuse or thwarted thwarted by violence. So everything that is can we destroy and, and create that? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and everything you've done, knowingly or unknowingly, Browen, to use your own body's awareness and your mind's awareness against you in order to validate that person who physically abused you, in order to validate their adherence to their reality embodied on your body as anxiety, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, none. So truth, who, what was the first name of the person that was physically abusing you? Ew. Say again? Dale. Dale. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. When you say Dale, tell me if you experience anything in your body, any anxiety in your body, any little bubble-like feeling in your body or your mind. Yeah, big time. Where? Um, My gut and 
throat. Gut and throat. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. What have you made so vital, valuable, and real about embodying the violence of Dale within you that creates the anxiety that may not be you, that keeps you from the chaos of unleashing the brilliance of you on this reality? Everything that is, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And how much of your body are you creating based on the psychic force delivered at you by Dale that forced you into believing what you are feeling as anxiety in your body is what you are destined to become? Everything that is, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what do you love about keeping Dale in your gut and throat so that you can always have anxiety when you desire to move? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Go ahead. In some way it feels like um, I'm I'm protecting my family. Um, Everybody likes to believe that he's super... So it's been super gentle and sweet and kind, and he was all of those things. And so I don't want to kind of burst everyone else's bubble about the really um, abusive side to him. And so uh, so what do I love about that? I, um, in some way, it feels like I'm protecting their peace. Great. And, and you're protecting their peace, which gives a false sense of peace, while you're instilling violence against you. Yes. All right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. How is that working for you in 2017, January 24th? <laughs> it sucks. Oh, okay, it sucks, but how is it working for you? Do you want to keep doing it? Um, it's, it's becoming increasingly difficult um because just a yes or a no do you want to keep doing do you want to keep do you want to keep believing forget about the other people none of them matter right now do you want to keep believing the adherence to that decision judgment conclusion and computation that i got to protect my family at the expense of myself which is actually not protecting my family because it's a lie and it's also creating a violence against me do you want to keep doing that within you and your body. I don't want to keep doing that. Great. So all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations that you made to lock in the secret, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, unspoken, undisclosed agendas to protect your family, to protect your family at the expense of your body, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere you've locked onto your body all the physical abuse of Dale so that you become the sponge bobette of his abusive reality to keep the truth and transparency from your family so no one becomes aware of what is actually rea- what is actual reality. Can we destroy and uncreate that? 
Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what phys- physical solidification, i.e. the anxiety, are you using to create the physiological specialty you cannot change are you choosing? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, I know that you have, there's, there's a whole bunch of other things here, but it's not about your family right now. It's just about you called up to change something within you. You don't need to do anything different with them. This is just for you, just for fun. Don't hide from everyone. Don't carry lies within your body. Um, speak your truth. And you can only change what's true for you. And you don't even need to act on any of this change from these clearings until it is light and right for you. But if you can honestly say that you would like to change it right now within you, then I would suggest listening to the clearings in the first segment, listening to the clearings in this segment, and just looping them and playing them and see what space opens up And if it creates less anxiety or more anxiety with regards to exercise or speaking your truth or being you. How's that? I will. What happens, I mean, what does it mean if it creates more anxiety? Well, sometimes when we do personal work and we let go of decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations from past choices, it could bring up. Uh, a space of discomfort, i.e. anxiety, about other choices you have to make. Like, maybe you would have to tell your family. I don't know. Maybe you would start with one family member. Maybe you would start with, you know, him. Maybe it's about telling, you know, somebody else in addition to what you've shared here. I don't know what that will be. I'm just giving you examples. Does that make sense? Sure. Mm -hmm. Whenever we make a change, it's kind of like whenever we become aware of anything, You know, who said consciousness was easy? Whenever we become aware of anything, we usually become aware of everything. (laughs) And then most of us like to, you know, some people, you know, diagnose with DID, like you said, switch. (laughs) And some people go hide under the covers. You know, it's all a compensatory mechanism to not deal with what we have to change. And anxiety is such a pervasive um, social taboo that and it can really keep you separate and alone and even separate from you from yourself and alienated from the world so when you become aware of something else it can bring up some more anxiety about what you have to do and what what you might have to do to change your life because there might be losses involved like everybody that everybody that or anybody that's been part of domestic violence physical abuse or sexual abuse that's had to tell their family or talk about it you know it's brought anxiety let alone mm-hmm. guilt and shame and anger, right? So change yeah. does bring anxiety. But I, I want you to look at this. Is it actually, when the change comes from the space of listening to the clearings or even listening with me now and having this dialogue, is there any of it that could actually be excitement? And not just the debilitation of anxiety, I can't do anything. Truth. I can actually feel excitement in my body right now. Great. So when you experience excitement, do you feel more powerful or less powerful? More powerful. Right. So if you were truly being you with regards to this situation you were, and, and with regards to exercise and with regards to anything, 
what would you choose from this space of excitement? And it's a rhetorical question. So everything that brings up and lets down for everybody, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Once you can claim, own and acknowledge what the anxiety is, we got to it at 17, run some clearings, then feel the space of difference within you, note it, acknowledge it, know that there could be more anxiety because change is happening and you might have to make a different choice, but there also could be excitement because now you're actually making a more powerful and potent choice from the present, 2017, uh, January uh, 24th, <laughs> right? Instead of yeah. making that decision about exercise or not telling or protecting the family from the age of 17, and I think you're a little older than that now. Do you get my point? I am. I do get your point. Awesome. I'm, I'm imagining that the the 17 thing was the first thing that came to mind, but I'm imagining uh, other ages might emerge as I kind of go through this process in terms of associating moving and living with, with pain. Is that safe to assume? I think that is safe to assume, and I think it's, you know, really courageous for you to keep looking at and very good to use your mind in a way of choice and possibility here with this instead of um, the debilita- the debilitating and real debilitation that sometimes anxiety does garner. So good for you. Let me know how you do. Good for now? Thank you very much. Yes, thank You're you welcome. so much. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Bye. All righty then. We're going to go to break and I'll come back after the break with some more stuff about anxiety and anti-anxiety. If you want to give a call, 1-888-346-9141. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness, new relationships, business ventures, choice? 
What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. Hello, beautiful beings. So we're talking about anxiety, and it's such an interesting thing, um, the the anxious control and worry um, that comes over us late at night or during the day or whatever. We're worrying about things and spinning in our mind about how to fix it, how to control it, and nowhere are we asking a question about what's going on. But I know when you're in the grips of it, it feels so real that it's almost impossible to do anything other than what you're actually doing because you actually feel so bad that you can't, it almost feels like it's so limited that you can't do anything, that it's better to be doing something even if it's just ruminating about trying to control something that you can never control uh, makes you feel like you're doing something. But what's really important is to note the anxiety to honor it with the acknowledgement that that it's there and then to trace it back to what it's actually related to. And frankly, what I'd like to get into in this segment is to really ask the question, is that anxiety is yours? One of the things that I noticed in, I guess, my career, I could say, whether whoever I've worked with um, and not just particularly with other healers or psychologists or psychiatrists or therapists or just, you know, regular everyday people working, you know, in Wall Street, stock market, massage therapy, acupuncture, naturopath. Like everybody, nurses, doctors, everybody, whether you know it or not, you are a psychic and energetic being that picks up on on everybody else's energy, the person at Safeway or Whole Foods, um, the, the person that cuts you off on the road, you connect to an energy consciously and unconsciously. And sometimes that energy, and most times that energy sticks to you, which is why I like to call all of us walking around this world like SpongeBob's and SpongeBobettes of this, re- of this reality. We don't even actually know if what we're sensing is actually ours and 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 yet we let ourselves be diagnosed and plagued with disease and dis-ease labels because we're all looking for some sort of order and significance to put ourselves in 
to find a book that says this is who we be, to find a pill that takes away, you know, that dis-ease or discomfort. And we never ask the question, really, is it mine? I started noticing early on in my practice in San Francisco years ago uh, when I first uh, started in my own private practice that when people came in on anti-anxiety medication or even depression medication with, you know, anxious tendencies or uh, social phobia or generalized social disorder or anxiety, that if I asked the question of when were they always anxious or when did that anxiety start, they would always give me a date, a time, and a place. And it was always something like, My parents got divorced. My grandmother died. I was in an accident. I got divorced. Um, We were having financial problems or there was a lawsuit about this or I was sexually assaulted about that or I was ashamed by my professor about this. And if if I stayed with them and did what you heard me do in the last segments with Rowan is, is ask them what date or time or age or what do they remember about their first panic attack or anxious or the feeling that they were feeling, and we would get the situation and the age, we would be able to highlight then the belief systems, the decisions, the judgments, the conclusions, the computations that were secretly, covertly, overtly, you know, running their lives like a plot in in their mind, like the hormones running through your birth, uh, bloodstream or the neurotransmitters in your brain. And it would create this loop, i.e., I called it the trifold sequencing system loop, that whenever you felt or sensed or uh, seemingly that same uh, energy from the original time, you would then be catapulted back in time to the past, acting it out in the present. And that was the anxiety. And once we did whatever I was doing, the energy work or the clearing statement to remove the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations, the secret, hidden, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, unspoken, undisclosed agendas, and sometimes even the other energies. So, for instance, with um, a grandparent dying or an accident, sometimes um, there's other energies that attach to ourselves that could actually be the energetic vibration of the anxiety. Now, this is a whole different perspective than the um, generalized uh, support groups, let's say, for anxiety. And I just want to let people know that in addition to allopathic means, check out some of these energetic means and energetic modalities because I've had great success working with people to mitigate Um, the intensity of the anxiety attacks and the anxiety disorder and dis-ease by utilizing the tools of access consciousness or theta healing or or whatever, whatever it may be, okay? Always find out when it started, what it reminds you of, and then associate yourself to the present here and now. And that will put the power and potency and choice and free will and possibility back in your hands. And it won't seem like it's so out of control for you. Now, I know that this is just a cognitive, cognitive explanation of that, but I hope you find it benefic- 
beneficial. Now, for things like social anxiety, like I remember as a kid, oh my God, I was terribly, 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 terribly anxious. And a lot of that was because of the abuse that was going on behind the scenes that nobody talked about. But I also remember being at like dances and in high school dances and and being like a uh, a wallflower and not knowing, watching my friends go out and dance with everybody and do everything and not knowing myself what to do. And I felt so alone and so alienated and so separated and so anesthetized from the social scene that I really thought there was something severely wrong with me and I couldn't do anything to change it. I literally felt like I remember so clearly at 15, 16, 17, just feeling like there was lead weights in my shoes and in my legs actually. And I could not move to go talk to somebody. And if I did try to go talk to somebody, the only thing I could say is hi. And I didn't even know what to say because my brain just totally shut down and I could not think of any socially coordinated response to say to have a conversation. So it was totally, totally embarrassing. So I started, um, you know, in my early days of like um, trying to get aware of what this was in my early 20s and 30s, um, I really got how my mind solidified the density of I'm bad, I'm wrong, I'm ashamed, there's something wrong with me, everybody's different, so much better than me, I can't compete, I can't make it here, I'll never be able to speak, I won't know how all those things were like this loop in my brain that kept fueling the negativity and the density and the mass and the weight so that I could never speak or do or have anything fun occur. And that really translated into such a destructive tendency for me. Because then at a very young age, I started to, um, uh, I can't think of the word, but I started to uh, use alcohol. And I noticed that when I had a drink, I remember there was these eight-ounce little Budweiser uh, bottles <laughs> back in the 80s. Um, I used to have one of those, and I felt completely different, and I could have a conversation. And so that was the medication of choice, you know, at 15 in order to assuage, uh, like, the dopamine, assuage the anxiety and to get the dopamine levels to rise so that I could actually feel unlimited and have a conversation. I'm not suggesting that you go out and have alcohol if you're experiencing social anxiety disorder, but I just wanted to say that that mass and density and that solidification of that physical reality as though it was the sum sum total of my choice is what I emblazoned and embodied at that young age that I had to unwind and undo so that I could allow my brain, my being to function without a pill or a drink or medicine to make me function. Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And it was because I made that limitation the sum total of my reality. No blame, no shame, no judgment. 
I stuck myself in that. And then I acted out that. And that created such a social anxiety for myself that, you know, I have been able to mitigate now well into my 40s, but it was certainly not easy during my early 20s and even up to my up to about 30. So a little bit more on anxiety when we get back. So one clearing to leave you with how many anxious solidifications are you using to create the mass density and weight to keep you from choosing? Are you choosing? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the orders of the specificities of anxiety that keeps you from the chaos of infinite choice and ease of living? Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and create it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So, we'll be back after the break and we'll talk a little bit more about anxiety. Burst in the bubble of it before it bursts you. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation, where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? health and wellness, new relationships, business ventures, choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. 
connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to Creating Radical Aliveness. Hello, beautiful beings. We're talking about anxiety. Um... You know, 99% of the stuff we worry about never comes to fruition. It's kind of like living in the story of the future, um, but never never allowing it to actualize. So I'm curious if you're using anxiety as a distraction or a possibility. I know that... Um, when I get something in my head and I just go around and circle and circle and circle and, and thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it, I know that I'm allowing it to be a distraction uh, versus, you know, a possibility. So yesterday, for instance, you know, I someone said something to me yesterday that really struck a chord with me. Um, and it was something about uh, my, I did a Zoom hangout yesterday um, with, uh, with, um, some physical issues that have been going on with my body and weight release and whatnot. And you could always check that out at drlisacuni.accessconsciousness.com and register for the replay. But somebody said something to me that really, really triggered me. And that was something like that I'm flaunting my body around. And when, the energy of the words of flaunting my body really, really stung me, and it and it brought up a lot of anxiety and it, actually a lot of shame and a lot of judgment and a lot of guilt, which was exactly the reason why I did not want to do the Zoom hangout. It was so funny how it came after the Zoom hangout, and the person didn't even, you know, wasn't even involved in the, the Zoom hangout. And... I remember feeling so anxious about it and so ashamed and so judgment that it kept spinning and spinning and spinning within me. And I was worrying about, you know, everything that I had said on that, that hangout, but the worrying doesn't change anything. It just fuels the distraction against what my body knew in the creation of why I was doing that zoom hangout. And then I had to ask myself, what was I really triggered by? And the energy of the statement of that was in the statement of you're flaunting your body it reminded me of a lot of people that have come out and said that they have been groped or raped or sexually assaulted and the quote-unquote perpetrator says something like well they deserved it because they were dressed xyz or they were flaunting it And so it hit me at the core of everything that I've been involved with and set as a target for my professional life, but also what I have um, and continue to do to go beyond in my personal life the, 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 the insidious levels of trauma. And most recently with this new election and this new president and the women's march and everything that's been going on, not just about women, but women and men standing up for, you know, all civilians rights. 
all human rights, just been really in my face about the um, misogyny against bodies and judgment against bodies in this reality and specifically against a person's right to choose. And it's bringing so much um, energy up and anxiety up and it brought so much in myself that I had to ask myself yesterday, you know, what was this about? What does this remind me to? And I did the same thing myself yesterday that I'm saying, you know, for you all to do for yourselves when that comes up. Because if you're triggered by something and you let it ruminate over and over and over again, it's actually a distraction. Could it actually be a distraction versus a possibility? And the Zoom hangout that I did yesterday about my body's reveal was a possibility that is in alignment with this show, which is to be as transparent as possible to speak for those that can't speak so that someday they will be able to. And if they don't choose to, at least it's out there that it is possible. So is your anxiety a distraction or is your anxiety a possibility? Okay. So, and therefore you would have to look for the excitement within what you're determining anxiety. So Dr. Wayne Dyer used to say, change the way you look at things, the way you look at things change. Access Consciousness has a a tool that we call the crazy phrase that every time I feel anxious, sometimes I just say just to loosen it up in my mind. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And what would it take for all of us to eliminate the anxiety girl or the anxiety guy within us that's able to jump to the worst conclusion in a single bound? Let's not be that. Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. The more you try to control something, the more it controls you. So everything that you've made more vital, valuable, and real about trying to control something um, that can never be controlled, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Worrying does not take away tomorrow's trouble. It robs you of today's peace. It separates you from you, and it keeps you from the excitement of the possibility of what you can actually create and generate. Be a contribution in this reality and stop limiting you from what you can truly be and do. I hope this was uh, beneficial to you. What if anxiety is nothing but repeatedly re-experiencing failure in advance and everything and anything that you decided, judge, and concluded in the tr- as the truth of that statement, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. If you were truly choosing you and being you today, what would you choose? Is what you're perceiving yours? If it's not, return to sender with consciousness attached, dissipate and release it to the earth, and return it back from whence it came. Never return to this dimension reality body again. Do the best that you can. If you just need to meet it every day and just say, hi, you got me today, then okay. Tomorrow is always another day. There will always be another day. This too shall pass. Okay, my friends, be you beyond anything. Create magic. And take a look at any of the wonderful things that we have available to you at drlisacuni.com. There's too many to name right here at the end of the show. But we've got some really amazing things like that Zoom free hangout yesterday that has a lot of follow-up goodies from it that if you register at drlisacuni.accessconsciousness.com, you get on the mailing list and you'll see what we got available. Speak to you next week, my friends. Be you. 
you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours. Thank you.